and welcome to another episode of the Bumper to Bumper Plates podcast. I'm Rob Veltri, and this is the fitness podcast where I talk about one topic while sitting in traffic on my drive home from work. It is, as always, a great day on the Belt Parkway. I'm not moving really at all. I'm trying to actually get onto the parkway right now. There's just a ton of cars in coming from all different directions, so why not make this a good time to start? So, today's episode, we're going to talk about lifting accessories and if they're really worth getting and worth using. Um, so, what I, what I mean by lifting accessories, that just means like some type of equipment that you might use to assist you in lifting. And if you still don't understand what that means, as I get into it, you'll have a better clue um, when I start talking about you know, different types of accessories. Uh, are they good? Are they bad? Useful? Are they worth the money? What are some maybe common misconceptions about some of these uh, pieces of equipment or accessory? And you, and you can decide from there whether... If you use it or not, you want to keep using it, or if you don't use it, you want to start using them, great, good for you, that's totally up to you. You figure that out by the end of this podcast. So, what I'm going to go over here today, I'm going to go over what I feel is like some of the more common accessories. These are not the only ones that are out there. These are the ones that I feel are some of the most common ones, and that's going to be a lifting belt. It's going to be knee sleeves, which I see a lot. Um, It's going to be lifting straps and lifting shoes, okay? lifting, uh, weightlifting shoes. I'm not going to talk about gloves. Um, plenty of people online trash gloves. I'm not going to trash gloves. You want to wear gloves. You can, you know, it helps you sleep at night. You go for it anyway. So let's start, we're going to start with lifting belts. Okay. So what, uh, what exactly do lifting belts do? First of all, um, when I, when I say lifting belts, there's a a few different types. You'll see like the Velcro lifting belts that people might wear at the gym. You'll see maybe some leather lifting belts that have like, um, a lever opening and closing to it, which is a little bit more of like a, an advanced lifters lifting belt, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, usually more power lifters do that because they're a little more rigid. Um, and you might see some other types of belts out there. A lot of the times people don't use them either properly or really ne- necessarily, but again, uh, we'll get into it. So first thing, sir, is what exactly do lifting belts do? Well, when you put them on, and it should be on tight, it should not be a loose belt, it should be on absolutely very tight, it can help increase some like some trunk stability throughout a lift. So you might be able to stabilize your trunk a little bit more um, by using a lifting belt. Uh, but also, actually, uh, but before I continue, I just want to say that none of these things are cheating, by the way. If you think they're cheating, then you're just wrong. Like, I'm not even going to argue with you. you. You feel how you want to feel. But these none of these are cheating. So just want get to get that out there right away. Anyway, so with uh, lifting belts, they can help increase trunk stability for sure they can help with bracing on heavier lifts. So when you wear a lifting belt and it's tight, you, it allows you to brace your core against something a little bit rigid, um, which can help with maintaining that intra-abdominal pressure, which is what we call uh, you know, the pressure that you create within your trunk during a lift, which helps keep your spine stabilized and helps you lift your, the weight more efficiently and without you know, putting any, too much load on your back, right? So they can help with that. Um, one important thing that I think they're good at for is they can increase confidence when you're lifting. If you, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, my throat's still a little messed up from, you know, previous episode, but that's okay. Uh, if you are wearing a lifting belt, it can increase your confidence in lifting heavier and confidence is a big thing with lifting heavy. I've said that in the past when it comes to a trap bar deadlift, um, li- building confidence in lifting heavy weights is very, very important. And it's, an, and it's a skill that you can develop over with experience training. So belts can absolutely help with confidence. You can feel like, if you feel like you're more stable and that you're in a safer 
position because of the belt and you're probably going to lift heavier you're probably going to produce more force right that's just a, a placebo effect and placebos are not a bad thing they're usually they, they can be a very good thing i think in the case of lifting belts they are a good thing um so and so like i said they can help with uh producing more force again that's not definite but if all of those things work for you, then yeah, you'll probably lift a little bit more weight. You'll probably lift a little heavier and in turn, you'll get a little bit stronger. So overall, um, the only thing I'm, I'm going to say is uh, with some of the misconceptions, they do not, they will not prevent any back injury. Right? A lifting belt will not prevent any back injury. Uh, if you're going to hurt, if you hurt your back lifting, right, a lifting belt probably would not have saved you. All right. Uh, let me just get that out there. It's not going to prevent anything. Um, so you, I don't think you should rely on it for every single thing you do. All right. If you, I, I use a belt for heavy squatting and sometimes heavy cleans depends on what I'm doing, but mo any type of heavy squatting is really when I'm going to use a belt in terms of like deadlifting RDLs. I don't like using belts for that. It's just uncomfortable for me. It's my preference. Um, but I, that's really the only time I use it. If I'm going to be squatting and it's going to be somewhat heavy and I feel like it's going to assist me a little bit with my bracing throughout the, the, the set, then I'll use it. Otherwise, I don't really use them all that much. So you don't need them for everything. In fact, you don't need them for most things. So if you see that guy that walks around the gym with the lifting belt on to do tricep extensions, yeah, that's not necessary. He's wasting his time putting that lifting belt on. Or she, you know, I don't want to be sexist here. I don't want to favor. So he or she, they, whatever. I, you know, I don't fuck, who cares? If they're, if they're using the belt for tricep extensions, yeah, stupid. Don't do that. So don't rely on it for everything. But it, can, it is absolutely worth it if you're going to be lifting somewhat heavy often. Right. If you're going to be doing that often, I think it's worth getting a belt. Um, you get them online for 40 bucks to 100 plus, depending on what your, your needs are. Listen, if you're a power lifter, yeah, get that lever belt, that thick leather belt, lever belt that's going to help <clears throat> get super tight on you. That's fine. Get that. Sure. If you're just a normal person who likes to lift weights and likes to push themselves a little bit, just go get one of those Velcro belts. All right. You're not going to pop it with your, you know, bracing it's not, it's just not going to happen. So get one of those, get a Velcro belt. You'll be just fine. And it'll help out. I have a rogue Velcro belt. I think it was like 40 bucks. I don't know, but you can find them on Amazon. They're all there. I do think they're worth getting if you are going to be lifting heavy somewhat often. Okay. So if you're not going to, if you're going to use it once a month or maybe, you know, twice a year, then no, it's probably not worth it, but that's up to you. All right. So that's the lifting belt. <clears throat> Moving on knee sleeves. <clears throat> Excuse me. So with knee sleeves, you might see some people uh, wear them when they're squatting or uh, doing you know, any sort of lower body exercise, leg press, hack squats, right? You might see them. They're tight compression sleeves um, that people put on their knees for specific lower body exercises, right? They provide warmth and they provide compression to your knees. Um, they could help with discomfort, right? Could. I say that because some people claim they do help with discomfort. Other people say they don't. Um, listen, it's like anything else in terms of compression. It's going to keep that joint warm. It's going to keep it compressed so that, and, uh, so it might help with some inflammation. But overall, these are all maybes that really it's, it, it depends on the, the, how the sleeves that you get, they should be tight. They should be giving you actual compression. Um, they could provide some support to your knees when squatting. So if you're in a deep squat, it could provide some support in keeping the range of motion a little bit shorter due to the actual sleeve kind of getting in the way. So, but it could support the knee joint a little bit. Again, these are all, these are not definite things. These are just what some people claim they do. Um, I don't really use them all that much anymore. Um, but just like the belt, they're not going to prevent a knee injury. Okay. If you are squatting and you hurt your knee, 
niece leaves were probably most likely not going to prevent that overall. All right. So just keep that in mind. Not, they're not, they're not there to prevent anything. Um, but if you are interested in getting them, you can probably find them for like 40 to 60 bucks or so on Amazon. Um, it doesn't really matter what brand you get. It's honestly what matters is uh, the tightness of it. You, it should be tight. They should not be easy to get onto your knee because, you know, they should provide the compression. Um, I honestly don't think they're totally necessary. If you're the type of person who squats often and feels comfortable with them on and likes them, then yeah, of course, go for it. Uh, you know, who am I to tell you don't do that? I just, I, I don't really use them much anymore. I have them at home. I just don't really use them. Um, so I don't think they're completely necessary. Having said that, if you are going to get them, big piece of advice here, wash them often, okay? Because they get gross and they get stinky real bad, especially if you are the type of person who sweats a lot like me. Back in my CrossFit days, the people who used to wear bring knee sleeves and I was one of them, um, if you didn't wash them after a while, people knew. People, people knew right away. So just if you're going to get them, take care of them, wash them, make sure they're you know clean and they don't stink up the whole gym. Anyway, moving on. Straps. Now, this is a this is a, uh, a contentious one on, on, on old social media. Uh, straps, before I say anything, before I even talk about what they do, get them. I'm just going to say now, get them. They're cheap, 10 to 20 bucks probably on, on Amazon. Um, just get them. Okay, they're going to help you lift more weight. All right, so here I'm going to, this is a mini rant about straps here because I can't stand when people online say that you shouldn't use straps because if you can't lift, if you can't grip, grip the weight, you shouldn't be lifting the weight. All right, this is stupid. Let me explain why this is stupid. Because if you are not doing a specific grip strengthening exercise, then use straps. If you are doing a dumbbell row, your lats are going to be stronger than your grip. All, um, they just are, right? It, it, especially if it's a longer set. If you're doing an RDL, your glutes, hamstrings, back, your, uh, that, those muscles are going to be stronger than your grip. Okay, use straps. If you're going to be lifting those heavy, do not let your grip be the limiting factor. Use straps, you will get stronger. People who say that straps are a crutch or that they're cheating, are they're afraid to get strong. I'll put it that way. They're afraid to get strong. Yes, some people are out there don't use straps and they could do RDLs with hundreds and hundreds of pounds, four or 500 pounds. Awesome, those people are outliers. Those people are exceptions to the rule, okay? Just don't tell them that's because they don't need you don't need to stroke their ego anymore. But yes, get straps. Okay, you put them on your wrist, you wrap them around the dumbbell or the barbell, and then you don't have to worry about grip limiting your lift. There, it makes no sense to row less weight with a dumbbell because you can't hold on to the dumbbell the whole time. If, if the grip strength is like a tertiary uh, adaptation for. A, a row, right? You're, you're, you're there to make, make your lats stronger, maybe to make your bicep stronger, your, your, your shoulder girdle stronger. You're not doing a row to increase your grip strength. Just like you're not doing an RDL to increase your grip strength, you're doing an RDL to increase your glute, hamstring strength, low back strength, all that stuff. So if you, unless you are, you probably have a weak low back or glutes and hamstrings if you never use straps on an RDL because you're never really pushing yourself hard enough where you feel like you're going to drop the bar. So having said that, I'm going to end my rant about straps there. Um, get them. They're absolutely worth it. They're not a crutch. Do not let anybody tell you that they are. Those people are afraid to get strong. Okay? Having said that, I'm not angry, I promise. <laughs> I'm just very passionate about straps. All right? I, they're, they're worth it. Go get them. 10 to 20 bucks online. Cheap. Best, best accessory investment you're going to do. Anyway, strap rant over. Moving on. Lifting shoes. 
Okay, lifting, weightlifting shoes. So what weightlifting shoes are, and you've probably seen people wear them if they're squatting, um, they are a stiff-soled shoe. So the, the sole of the shoe is not going to bend all that much. It's going to be pretty stiff with an elevated heel. So the, like I said, the bottom of the shoe is going to be very, very stiff. It's not really going to flex all that much. Um, and the heel is going to be somewhat elevated. Now, the, eleva- the, <coughs> excuse me. the elevated heel, um, like anything else with squatting, it's going to help with more forward knee travel. So it's going to help you squat deeper while staying more upright, which is usually a good thing in a squat. Um, most of the time, you'll see people doing it for squats or for Olympic lifting, like cleans, uh, snatches, things like that. Um, they are... I, I, they're expensive. Uh, I mean, obviously they're sneakers, you know, so if you're, they, they could run, you know, hundred bucks to 200 bucks or more. Um, but they are, they're worth it if you're going to be squatting often, or if you're going to be doing Olympic lifting often. Um, if you are a CrossFit person, they're probably worth it also because there's plenty of CrossFit gyms that do a lot of Olympic lifting out there. If you're going to be frequently doing Olympic lifting, then yes, I believe they're absolutely worth it. So, um, Look into that. Again, you can find them for probably around 100 bucks. A good, a good pair. You know, um, If not, if you're not the type of person that's going to be squatting super often or if you, ha- if you don't really want to spend the money um, and you still want elevated heels, then you know, squat with some five-pound plates under your heels and you'll be just fine from there. Um, otherwise, when it comes to lifting, like, you don't need crazy shoes. I'm going to say if you're going to be lifting, don't wear like running shoes that have super uh, supportive soles that are going to be like squishy and flat and super flexible. I don't think that's going to help. Um, I personally do. I think most, most lifts are good to do in socks. I don't want to say barefoot cause you don't need to be in a public gym barefoot. Um, or you don't really need to be in the public gym in socks either, but any shoe that's like has a flat sole that isn't a ton of support is going to be pretty good for lifting in general. All right. But having said that, if you are, if you're a serious lifter, if you are serious about your squatting and you do, a, or you do a lot of Olympic lifting, then yeah, I think it's worth it. And you're trying to compete maybe in something, then yeah, I think it's worth it to invest in lifting shoes for sure. I, again, I have a pair at home. I don't wear them all that much anymore because I don't do a ton of Olympic lifting anymore, but I, I have them in case I do want to do some cleans or whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> wrapping all this up because I'm done. I'm getting tired of talking. My throat hurts. Belt straps i think are most worth it okay i think they're worth it if you're going to be lifting heavy often go get them i think they're the most useful all right again that's my opinion um besides that get whatever you want honestly nothing nothing that i listed is going to prevent injury so just get whatever you want Uh, you know if you have the money you want to buy everything i listed today go for it knock yourself out just know that belts don't rely on them for every lift okay do not rely on the belt it is a good piece of equipment. Yes, it's going to help you. Yes, but do not rely on it for everything. Use it when you need it. Same thing with straps. Okay. I, I, I know I talked them up big time, but again, do not rely on them for everything. Use them when you need them. Use them for heavy lifts that in which your grip would be the limiting factor. Okay. Um, sleeves, shoes, get them if you want. Get them if you can afford it. Um, get them if you're going to be squatting often. Sure, go for it. Apart from that, those are pretty much the most common ones I see. Um, but overall, Like I said, you make the decision for yourself. Hopefully this helped clear some things up for you. Uh, If not, sorry, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I've made it 1.8 miles today. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. I made it 1.8 miles throughout the duration of this episode. Um, So yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I guess that's a little better than my my typical 1.7. And like I said, I'll never actually, I'll never hit that three miler again. That was a fluke. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And I'll see you next week.